everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today's episode, we are talking about the speed of business. So gaming, esports, the whole internet culture is really interesting because it's so completely decentralized. There's no like one spot on this planet where all of it is done, right? We, you can live on any corner of the planet and you can do business with anybody else from any other corner of the planet. And I was especially reminded of that just today when trying to do business with somebody and um, our two personalities were were not quite in sync. It was very interesting. Not that we weren't like doing business and not that we weren't progressing forward on what we were working on, but it just struck me by the fact that some people from some parts of the planet are different than I am. And I wanted to talk about that this today um, because I, there's the possibility that maybe someone somewhere out there is trying to make business happen and they get on the phone or they get on a Zoom call or a Discord call or something with somebody out there, right? And they start trying to do business, not just talking about video games because talking about video games is one thing. That's something that I have never seen any gamer have too much difficulty like, when you're on that level, it, there's, it's, it works, right? But when you're talking about business, what happens is you now have to deal with all of the cultural norms and the cultural minutiae of just how they have been raised and how they expect things to go and how things happen. Um, just a great example, you know, years ago when my wife and I were setting up a business in India, we, um, we're struck by the fact that anytime we would try to enter into negotiations with somebody, whenever, honestly, nobody would give us an offer. They would never tell us this much for the thing that I'm selling. They always said, make me an offer. And they just would not, every single person that we talked to, they would not make us an offer first. And so we would make an offer and what would happen was they would come back and either say that works for me, or they would say, no, that's too low. Make me another offer. And they give no indication of like how low it was, like where, where in your range do I need to like come up to in order to make this deal happen? And I just, I honestly, most of the time I was looking for quotes, you know, could you just tell me how much it would be? Well, make me an offer. Well, how much this? No, too low. I wouldn't do it. Well, how much would you do it for? Well, make me an offer. It is just, it was very interesting to me because like, that's not how I was raised, like as an American, right? Like make me an offer. Okay. How much is this? Oh no, it needs to be at least this much. Like, okay, well then we negotiate down to like the middle. Right. But that's not how they did it. So I was doing business with somebody today and it wasn't necessarily a matter of like haggling or anything. It was the, the speed at which this other person expected to be, that business would get done. And it's because he was from a part of the world where things are a little bit slower. Like they take, they're more methodical. They, they really kind of want to take their time and not necessarily like make sure it's hundred percent perfect. It's just, it's a slower lifestyle. And for me, like I'm, I like to hustle. I like to get things done. Like what can we do right now? Like what can we do right now? What can we do right now? And it's like, oh, we'll get to it. Like, it, and so it, it, it's just, I want to point that out to you because, you know, maybe as you're building your business, you're going to be calling people, you're going to be doing business with people, and it's going to frustrate you to no end that somebody is different than you. And it's just part of the game. It's part of the way this wonderful, beautiful world we live on works, that we have to be willing 
to accept that others are different. We have to be willing to accept those differences in order for us to get what we want, for them to get what they want, and then the end result to happen, right? We, we can't just brute force everything we want to do. And if you try to do that, you're going to get a reputation for, not, for being difficult to work with because, I mean, who's going to want to work with someone who's not willing to bend at all? There's give and take. Um, when I was going through law school, um, one of my professors referred to the book um, "Getting to Yes," and I've since listened uh, listened to it on audiobook. I didn't read it. I listened to it on audiobook, and the whole point is in negotiating you do certain things. And um, I know there's another book out there about um, you know there's no there's no getting to yes. You you just make them come to you, and that's I'm not a huge fan of that that stance, right? If, if your position is always make them come to me and I'm not willing to budge on anything, you, you're going to, you'll most likely get business. I'll admit it. You most likely will get business, but the people that you're working with aren't really going to like you. And, you know, if you can be cool with the fact that you, they're not really going to like you, they may not be around a long time, that they may try to subvert you while they're working for you. If you're willing to accept all of the, the externalities that come with that type of thinking, go right ahead. There's been plenty of businesses that make money doing it that way. But, you know, a, personally, a better option is to try to find a common ground, trying to find a way that it works for you, works for them, works for whatever the third party that's impacted by you guys working together. As long as it's yes, 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 or win, 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 then it's a good way of doing business because you're going to get good publicity. The people who are working with you are going to be enjoying what they do generally. And the people you know, that you're doing business with would want to do business with you again in the future. And maybe someday, somewhere they have another business idea or they know someone they want to refer to you and they, they want to do it. And so really consider the fact that when you're doing this type of business, especially as it, it grow, you know, doing business in the next town over is one thing, right? Like you might have slight differences. Like for example, in England, you move like 10 miles anywhere and their, their accent changes, like, and their cultural norms change slightly, their, their expressions change slightly. But I'm talking like hundreds of miles or thousands of miles or tens of thousands of miles, you know, other side of the planet kind of stuff. They're different. Everybody's a little different. You know, we're all people. We all have the same interests and goals, but the way we're raised, our values are slightly just not the same. I don't want to say different there. They're just not the same because, you know, different implies one is might be better than the other, but we all are one people and we're all looking out for really one thing. And that's number one. Most of the time they're looking out for themselves. And if you can understand that and help them accomplish that goal in a way that's conducive to them and they help you accomplish your goal in a way that's conducive to you. I mean, think of it this way. If, if someone is using my, my uh, slow example, like I'm hustle, 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 Sometimes like I, I, when I'm working, I want to get it done quickly, effectively, efficiently, and, and as quick as I can. And I'm working with someone who's a little bit slower. It, they just take their time. And it was, you know, that person on the other side, you know, if you flip it around, right. And I get into his shoes here, he is, who has a way of doing business. And here's a guy who's like trying to hustle, hustle. And you have to accommodate him a little bit and go a little faster than, you know, he, you might be used to, or, you know, comfortable with, but it's kind of how it has to come together. So you two meet somewhere in the middle. And that's, that's largely what business is. That's how, you know, that's why most business relationships, 
take time, like good business relationships take time because you have to figure out how to get along with this person. You may, it may drive you absolutely batty how they do something, but it doesn't mean you're not gonna be able to do business together. All right. It's, they just drive you batty. And when they do it, you just, just understand like, ah, that's just how it is. So on that note, I'm going to remind you all organization is the enemy of sloth. If, if you can find a way, if you can pinpoint what it is that irks you about the other person, you know, get a little more organized of how you have your relationship with a business partner or a potential business partner, figure out what those things are that are driving you crazy, and then find a way to, to work with it rather than against it. How can you work with someone, for in my example, like who's a little slower? Well, that gives me more time to prepare other things that I needed to get done. Or maybe I can go work on something else while that person is, is taking their time, okay? Um, or in, on the flip side, say someone works a little faster than you do. Well, you know, see it as a little bit of a challenge. It's something that you're, you know, it's pushing you a little bit further. And, and when you come out successful, you're able to, to really like tout how, how the kinds of pressures you've been under in, in those situations. Um, but take, take that time, figure out who that person is that you, you're planning on doing business with and understand that they have differences. They have cultural differences. Honestly, even before you meet them, you can do some research on common practices. Just as an example, this is something that I don't know a lot of people know, um, but over in the Philippines, if you hire anybody out of the Philippines, um, if they've worked for you for 12 months, they expect you to pay them an extra month at the end of 12 months. So they, they're supposed to get a one month bonus at the end of one year with you. And if you don't do that, it's, it's kind of an affront to them. Like, and so if you don't know that you could be doing bad business because you don't quite know what you're doing, but that's on you to know in advance. You really should take some time, figure out, you know, I'm looking at doing business with somebody in say Germany. Well, what kinds of customs do they have in Germany? What are kind of some common practices? And then take the time to research that, figure it out. That way, when you're talking to the person, you're able to speak more of their language. They're going to appreciate you a little bit more, and maybe they'll be willing to give you back a little bit more because you kind of understand how that is. And they, they expect you to be a certain way because you're from a different part of the world, right? So take the time. I'm always saying, take the time, get organized, figure stuff out, do the research. Because, you know, man, I was a research attorney. That's what I did. I spent all my hours in front of computers looking through case law and legislative notes and Googling stuff and just learning, 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 learning until I found like one thing that helped me win a case. And every single time I found one thing that helped me win a case. And the reason I would win my cases is because the other side never put in the kind of you know level of commitment to the research that would have helped them find something that would have destroyed the one thing that helped me win my case. All right. They just weren't willing to do that. If you can take that time and really drill down, really learn your stuff and get organized about what it is you're doing, you can do incredible things in this world. All right. Money is not the limiting factor in pretty much anybody's business. It almost never is. Money's not the thing. It's, it's knowledge and how you use that knowledge. Okay. Because with the right kind of knowledge, you can go and figure out how to get the money. It doesn't need to come out of your pocketbook. It comes. It can come out of somebody else's pocketbook. Think of you know every streamer and every esports event. They all have sponsors, right? 
Well, esports are really they have they have advertisers, not really sponsors. And on the streaming side, they're getting getting tips. They're not really getting donations because it's income. So, you know, the the way we use our words in the gaming space isn't quite the way how things really are. And because of that, it may make it difficult for you to do business at a bigger scale because if you're looking for a donation from somebody and they're like, nah, or if they, if you want a sponsorship and they're like, well, I don't really sponsor. But if you'd ask them if they'd be willing to be an advertiser and you know, you'd be a marketer on their behalf, you know, promoting to your audience, they might have been clued in and been like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that get organized, understand the language, understand customs and, and procedures and how things go and business will get easier for you. All right, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. Don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.